1: Jesse Kelly show let's have some fun on a Thursday we are almost at weekend baby and it's gonna be such a good good fun night tonight we're all over the place politics non-politics emails some ladies mad at her male co-workers we're gonna have a very offensive conversation about that I tell you what give me 10 minutes and I will offend half the population of the country. You ready for that? Ten minutes, half of America gets mad and yells at me again. We'll talk about this whole Ilhan Omar dust-up here in a couple minutes. I am going to very briefly address this New Jersey councilwoman who was gunned down outside of her home. We We're not going to spend a ton of time on that. I don't need to be standing on dead bodies, but I do want to say I have a couple of things I need to say. Big text laying people off. Ugly people in face masks. We have a theory I have, and I bet you it's pretty accurate on America and whether we can turn things around or not. All that and so much more is still to come on the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show, but I want to begin here. I'm going to say something. You're going to agree with it, but understand when I say something... And you agree with it, we're probably both on some levels liars. And this is what I'm going to say I prefer honesty. See, Chris just nodded his head. You probably did too. Oh, yeah, yeah, me too. I prefer honesty. Now, this is going to be about the Johan Omar stuff. Just stay with me here. I say I prefer honesty while fully acknowledging sometimes I don't. I know this I'm not naive to the way the world really works oh hey baby I'm home from work thank you for making dinner so let me ask you am I the most am I the most handsome man you've ever laid eyes on in your life oh yeah absolutely yeah that whoever that guy is that plays Thor he's got nothing on you (laughs) no no just lie to me at some point in time so I realize what I just said is a lie on some level and a lie for you on some level but in general Me personally, I would rather you hurt my feelings and give it to me between the eyes. That way I know where I stand on everything. It hurts, but I want to know. Maybe this is my upbringing. My father will without hesitation. He did it to me when I was running for Congress. When I was running for Congress, I made every excuse in the world. Would not get up, would not work out anymore. No more lifting weights. No more going for a run. You're driving all over the place. I'm eating fast food for virtually every meal. And I got up to 238, but it was a fat 238. And you could see it in my cheeks. You can look at old internet pictures. I don't have the beard. So you see this cleft chin that I have, but then these big old fat cheeks. And my dad saw me after a while. They, They don't live in Arizona. They lived in Montana. And he said, good grief, you're fat. What are you doing? I like that. Because I needed to hear that. I like that. Maybe you're that way. Maybe you're not. But I always prefer honesty. Now, the show, by the grace of God, is unbelievable. Doing unbelievably well. I can't believe this. But if it wasn't, if we were drowning here, and you hated it, and you're changing the channel, no, oh, it's boring. Oh, it's like every other show. Oh, it sucks. And the suits came to me, and they said, oh, Jesse, we love it. It's just the best show. Don't change a thing. You're killing it out there. Did they do me right or did they do me wrong? If uh, Chris starts showing up hammered to work every day and he shows up late half the time, Chris isn't a big drinker, by the way, But this, so this is totally, uh, uh, totally a made-up scenario, but let's say Chris just turns into a raging drunk and he shows up to work drunk every day and he's late and he's screwing everything up, he's pressing the wrong buttons, and I want something really important like the fart button. And instead, Chris chooses to play the button of Senator Fetterman. <laughs> So we got a big problem, right? And I decide I want to get rid of Chris. No more Chris. Chris is fired. And I sit Chris down and I say, hey, Chris, uh, we got to let you go. <clears throat> Sorry. Can't be a producer on the show anymore. And Chris says, what? Why? I, want, I love this job. It's my dream job. And I say, well, Chris, it's certainly not your fault. There are just some company layoffs and stuff like that. So we're trimming some overhead. But, but it's nothing you did. Obviously, you were great. But just you got to go. Did I do right by Chris or did I do wrong by Chris? I would argue I did wrong. I should have hurt his feelings. You're freaking drunk. You got to go get help. Come back once once you're clean and sober and we'll get you back in. Now, I say that because of what happened today. The, quote, controversy of the day. And it's not really a big deal. It's really not. But here's what happened. The little backstory, which I'm sure you probably already know. The Democratic Party... Since the election of Obama has gone from a Democratic Party to a Communist Party. This is in large part because of Obama. Just stay with me on this, and I'm just going to explain the progression on things. Obama gets elected. Obama was a rabid street communist who hated the country. But very, very charismatic, so he sold it well. Sold it as some very middle-of-the-ground thing. Hey, we love America kind of a thing. But he was radical, and the things he wanted, America hated we don't, we don't remember that stuff now, but Obamacare, America hated Obamacare. It was like 70% of the country wasn't buying it. Remember, they were all selling it hard, and America just said, oh, actually, that doesn't sound good at all, but he did it anyway, and he routinely did things like this anyway, and America hated it. So what was the result of that? The result of that was Democrat after Democrat, not just in the House, not just in the Senate, but in state houses, in state legislature, state houses and state senates across the country, Democrats lost. I forget what the total numbers were under Obama's eight years, but if you look at it, it's staggering. I think it was north of a thousand. They just got as a party, their elected officials got wiped out. But who got wiped out? And this is all gonna tie into today, so hang with me. Who got wiped out? Was it the nutball communists in the party? Like AOC? AOC out there making an idiot of herself today. Don't
0: tell me that this is about an abdic- a condemnation of anti-Semitic remarks when you have a member of the Republican...
1: Okay, anyway, was it, was it the AOC types? No. AOC is in one of the bluest districts in the country in Brooklyn. AOC could poop on the sidewalk on camera tonight and she would go get reelected again because she has a, has a D by her name. So it wasn't the far lefties. It was the middle of the ground, middle of the road Democrats in the state legislatures and in the federal government. They were the ones who got purged because they were in more purple districts. What you had left was nothing but the communists left. And it yanked the party to the left. Now, as a result of that, they've began operating in a much more forceful fashion as communists do. So Nancy Pelosi takes over the last House of Representatives. The communists, who are a huge part of the Democrat caucus, remember, it's, Congress is a big caucus measuring contest. The communists used to have a teeny tiny shriveled up caucus, so they couldn't do any good with it. Now the caucus is huge. It's this gigantic caucus full of communists, and so they can swing that around and make things happen. Nancy Pelosi was a prisoner of the last caucus. She didn't want to impeach Trump, knew it would be bad for a party. She fought them off for two years. Finally, the caucus was too big. They had too many votes. They crushed her. Nancy Pelosi, boom, crushed by a big caucus. Now, something else happened. They began pressuring her. Remember, a big caucus can cause a lot of pressure. They began pressuring her to kick Republicans off of committees. Especially the ones they figured were super icky, right? Ooh, they talk to normal people. Oh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, that's gross. So, hey, hey, we've got the power. Let's kick them off committees. This is not something Nancy Pelosi previously would ever have considered. Not because she's anything but the Antichrist. She would never have considered this previously because Nancy Pelosi, as horrible as she is, is old enough and savvy enough to know Well, that's a really stupid thing to do. It's not going to accomplish anything except for have them kick our people off committees when they take over. No, that's stupid. But she wasn't in control anymore. The communists control the Democratic Party now. So again, they had such a big caucus of communists. The caucus put enough pressure on Nancy. The big caucus broke her. It's broke her in two. And so she had to kick him off. So she kicks him off. But that brings us to today. Ilhan Omar gets kicked off of the committee, and people on the left are screaming about it. They even did a big "no" chant when they voted. Those for
0: in favor say aye. "aye." Those in favor say "no." It's opinion of
1: what embarrassing people we have in Congress, anyway. But Republicans today. Not Democrats. Republicans today made a tremendous mistake. And Democrats today did something smart and good. Bet you haven't heard me say that very much. So what was this mistake Republicans made? And what was this good thing Democrats did? We're going to talk about that next. And we're going to talk about this councilwoman in New Jersey dead. and, And much more to come on the Jesse Kelly Show. The world famous Jesse Kelly Show tonight. Now... Let's talk about something good real quick before we go back to the icky. Imagine this. Imagine the horror of finding out that your wife, who's a cop, is never coming home. That your husband, who's a Marine in Afghanistan, he got blown up, he's never coming home. And now it's you and the kids, and what are you going to do? And, and, and just imagine that. And now you know the rest of your life is without him, without her. I love Tunnel to Towers because they find these people First, fallen first responder families, Gold Star widows, and they come alongside them and they help them. And now they're building them an entire village in Florida, over 100 homes where they can all come together as a community and support each other. To build it, $11 a month is what they need from you and me. That's it. Not a bunch, is it? 11 bucks a month. Sign up, give it automatically. Go to T, the number two, T.org. 11 bucks a month. T2T.org. Go now. Jesse Kelly. Back soon. It is the Jesse Kelly Show reminding you that tomorrow, tomorrow is an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. For all you new listeners, Friday's a little different. The show's a little different anyway, as you've probably picked up on (laughs) But tomorrow, all three hours, I answer your ask-me-anything questions. They don't have to be political. It can be about anything. History, stupid stuff, food, travel, men, women. I don't give a crap. It can be personal. Email jesse at jessekellyshow.com. You'll remain anonymous, by the way. jesse at JesseKellyShow.com. Email those in right now. We're piling up the questions already for tomorrow. Back to what we're talking about. Republicans kicked Ilhan Omar off the Foreign Affairs Committee today. I already did all the build up to why we got here. But Republicans today made a tremendous mistake and Democrats did something smart. Let's, do, let's go to what Democrats did that was smart and good. Ilhan Omar is in general a wretched human being. She is a despicable anti-American communist from Somalia who has spent every waking moment since she got saved from maybe the biggest dump on earth. She spent every waking moment in this country dumping all over the country that is the reason she isn't having to stand on a street corner to earn a grain of rice every single night. And yet she hates it here, and I will despise her for that forever. And yes, I know you're saying that's rude. I'm rude, and I hold a real spot of hatred in my heart For people who immigrate here and then hate what they were given here. It just seems so ungrateful to me. I despise it. So she's a horrible human being. But being a horrible human being, that didn't stop Democrats from circling the wagons, locking shields, and standing up for maybe the most detestable member of Congress. Again, I played just a little bit of it earlier. AOC gets up there and does some. I mean, it was pretty poor acting but she gave tried to give her version of a fire and brimstone speech don't
0: tell me that this is about an abdic a condemnation of anti-semitic remarks when you have a member of the republican caucus who who has talked about jewish space lasers and and, and an entire amount of tropes and also elevated her to some of the highest committee assignments in this body this is about targeting women of color in Mm. the in the united states of america don't
1: Speaking of targeting women of color, AOC and Ilhan Omar are both in contention to be on the Jesse Kelly bipartisan hottest women of Congress. Don't shake your head, Chris. We're also targeting women of color right here on this show, targeting them for how hot they are. That's one, two Democrats circled the wagons and they defended an icky today, but Republicans, Republican pundits and politicians and maybe you've been tempted to do the same although I doubt it for you they love to toss our own people under the bus so we can look better to the other side what if one of our sides does say something terrible what if uh what if i got elected i got ele- it's congressman kelly as we've seen twice that's not going to happen <laughs> but what if i got elected twice and i say something awful you know, terrible uh what if it's about jewish space lasers Which would be sweet if you people actually had those, Chris, anyway. I'm against Jews and the Jewish space lasers. You know what the temptation would be? If I said something nutty like that, you know what the temptation would be? The temptation would be, because it is nutty and you don't agree with it, the temptation would be to show the other side how upright you are by criticizing me. But the problem with that is the other side doesn't care. Either way, they don't care about what I said. They're only ever in it for power. They would only want you to criticize me so they could get rid of me and gain more power for themselves. But the right never realizes that. The right, in order to appeal to the communists, is constantly, constantly throwing our people under the bus. You remember, you remember, those three congressmen who got thrown off committees for us. They were all the ickies and... Half the articles out there, half the radio shows, half the TV shows were having these robust debates. Well, I don't know. Should we kick Marjorie Taylor Greene off? I mean, she is kind of gross. She said some icky things. I'm not really comfortable, guys. Notice you haven't seen any of those debates today from the other side. Did you notice that? Because they don't do that because they understand, as always, it's all about power. We are in a game of power here. Republicans think it's a game of popularity. I can't do this. They'll get mad. I can't do this. He'll get mad. I can't do this. Suburban women will get mad. I can't do this. The media will get mad. I can't do this. These people will get mad or these people will get mad or these people with these will get mad. Guys, this isn't the hill to die on. You know the GOP motto. This isn't the hill to die on, guys. We can't do X because it would be too unpopular. But the communists never even consider that. The communists understand it's about power. So if you have some despicable ghoul like Ilhan Omar getting kicked off of a foreign affairs committee, it doesn't matter who Ilhan Omar is. It doesn't matter that she allegedly married her brother. It doesn't matter that she really genuinely does hate Jews, as most people from Somalia do. None of that stuff matters to the communists. To the communists, they understand because it's about power, what matters is that our people keep a hold on that seat and, more importantly, as we get on to the insulting the GOP portion, more importantly, communists understand it's important for the other side to think you'll always defend your people no matter what. Now, that brings me to where the GOP screwed up today. Where'd they screw up?
0: I'll tell you in a second. And
2: lifelock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own join now and save up to 25 percent your first year at lifelock.com news that's lifelock.com news to save up to 25 percent identity theft protection starts here
1: nowadays 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas you know what it will get you though Jesse Kelly show and now let's get to where the GOP screwed up today and then I'm going to get to this New Jersey councilwoman and then I'm going to offend half of America as I promised. I told you I'd get to that 10 minutes ago, but I got a little bit distracted Uh, where the GOP screwed up today. They kicked Ilhan Omar off the foreign affairs committee. The GOP screwed up today because the GOP didn't say why they weren't honest about why. I could show you Republican senator after Republican congressman after Republican congressman out there today saying Ilhan Omar got kicked off the committee for anti-Semitic remarks or, or remarks against Israel. Well, that shouldn't result in you getting kicked off the Foreign Affairs Committee. You can hate anybody you want and still be on the Foreign Affairs Committee. And that's not the real reason you kicked her off. And you shouldn't be lying about that to anybody. And I, maybe I'm the minority here, don't appreciate the lying. You kicked Ilhan Omar off of the Foreign Affairs Committee as revenge for them kicking your people off the committee. And you should have. That's why you did it. You did the right thing. You said you kicked our people off. Now your people are kicked off. But then, when the most important moment came, when the moment came for you to publicly announce that's why you did it and tell them that's why you did it, when the moment came, you once again shriveled up like you just jumped in the pool in December and you made up a lie and you made up an excuse. If my son uh, cheats on a test and gets caught and gets an F and I go home and I ground him for a month And I tell him it's because he spilled a glass of milk this morning. Well, I just ruined any lesson he may have learned whatsoever. No, you're grounded for a month. Why? Because you're a dirty cheater. And if you ever get caught again next time, it's six months. You asked the GOP today as a reporter. You kicked Ilhan Omar off the the committee. Why? For revenge? What? What? Revenge for what? Because they kicked our people off? Well, uh, uh, d- that doesn't seem right, because I'm just doing what the reporter would do. Look, as a journalist, I know what a reporter would do, Chris. It's Journalist Jesse. Well, that doesn't seem right. You shouldn't. You shouldn't kick her off for revenge. Why? Now they know. Consider yourselves on notice, Democratic Party. Now that you've kicked our people off for no reason, we have kicked your people off for no reason. If you ever do something like that again to our people, we will again, in turn, do it back to you. So if you'd like this to stop, this is your opportunity for a truce. This is your opportunity to stop it. But just know, now you're on notice. We didn't kick Ilhan Omar off the committee because of her feelings about Jews, which admittedly, (coughs) sorry Chris, are not that great. We kicked her off at a retribution. If you'd like no more retribution... Then we'll stop now. You finally did the right thing for the right reason. You showed some guts, and you screwed it up at the end. Why? Stop with this. Stop with this mealy mouth approach to politics. You kicked her off for revenge. Now, I'm gonna bring up something here, and you know I don't uh I don't politic on death, and I don't know. The reasoning, I don't know the details and out of respect for her family, I'm going to leave this thing alone for the most part. A New Jersey councilwoman, I'm not even going to say her name, it's just an awful story, Uh, was gunned down outside of her home. As of right now, looks very, very intentional. Does not look like some random thing, looks like straight up cold-blooded murder. I don't know. The motivations, I don't know the details. I don't know the perpetrators and I'm not gonna sit here and use this big platform to, to act like I do. But I am, I am gonna say this. I am gonna rewind back to something I said in June. I said this last June and I'm gonna play it again for you. It's a little bit long but I, I, I'm gonna play it again for you and I just want you, everyone, to remember this. All you elected officials who listen to this show, you who listen to the show, people who aren't elected officials, Remember, we're we're entering into a different environment now. We are entering into a country that for the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years will not look like the last 20, 30, 40, 50 years. It's going to be uglier. Anyway, this is what I said back in June. But undoubtedly, this is a human being. He's out there. He's consuming CNN. He's consuming MSNBC. When Kathy Hochul calls you a Neanderthal, he listens. When Joe Biden says you're responsible for a pandemic, he listens. When they say Donald Trump and Donald Trump's supporters tried to overthrow democracy, even though that's not what we are, he listens. When he talks about white supremacy and white supremacists and Nazi, this guy sits at home. Undoubtedly, he's some vile loser with nothing to live for. And he thinks to himself, boy, I'd like a challenge in life. I'd like to accomplish something in life. I think I'll go fight Nazis. Who doesn't want to fight Nazis, right? Oh, look at that. You see a Trump store, he sees a Nazi store. And he acts on that. Top and bottom. The elites at the top feed this poison. They're constantly putting it out all the time on radio, on television, every speech, every TV show, Nazis, white supremacists, evil, want kids to die, want everyone to die, Nazi, white supremacists, evil, other oh, Neanderthals. Again, if I say that to one leftist activist, I'm probably fine. If I'm saying it to 10,000 every day, How long until it gets into the eyes and ears of somebody who chooses to act? We are, I believe, entering an era very, very sadly that violence in politics, specifically against you, will become the norm. And again, I don't know that any of that has anything to play as far as this story goes. I don't want to dwell on this story, but I have been warning about this over and over again. When you do this, when you speak like this over and over and over again, how many deranged nut jobs have to hear this before they in turn decide to act?
0: Extremist huh. rhetoric, it's incendiary rhetoric, and it has consequences. That tells you a lot about the state of the Republican Party in this country right now uh, and how extreme and how uh, devoted to Donald Trump it is. Uh, and so, uh, I do think the American people are going to have to uh, fight for their democracy, stand up for their democracy, and make it clear where they are in the choice between uh, the kind of uh, extremism that the MAGA wing of the Republican Party represents and uh, the alternatives about a constitutional system of government where the not the rule of the mob, but the rule of law decides questions in our country.
1: How many deranged nut jobs have to hear that before they act? Not many, right? Not many. All right. Now, I promised this like a half hour ago, but I'm a liar, so I missed it. I'm going to offend half the country. The headline is I caught a group of male co workers commenting on my looks, and then I confronted them. Ladies, you ladies in the workforce, you parents with daughters, you daughters yourselves, to give you some hard truth here it's going to hurt but it is probably going to help if you just take it for what it is because understand i'm trying to help before we get to that i am trying to help chris i'm a nice person unlike you before we get to that let's get to this let's get to this future i'm talking about That's going to get more violent more upsetting out here we have to be ready we have to be strong we have to understand that we have a constant fight now. Part of that is our physical health. You know I've been on this kick for a while and I'm going to stay on it now. And again, I'm not some workout freak built like Adonis here. I know that. I'm trying to get a little healthier every day. Part of that, what are your What are your levels like? Have you had your levels checked? Have you had your T-levels checked? Have you had your hormones checked? Have you had these things checked? And... Maybe we should avoid big pharma once we get them checked. Maybe we should stick with natural herbal solutions like chalk. I talk about the male vitality stack and female vitality stack, but I only say that because that's what I take. I take the male vitality stack. (laughs) I don't take the female one. But chalk has endless natural herbal supplements, and you don't have to worry about being confused. They have all the information right there on the site. You got problems? Maybe maybe you got uh, lung issues. They got stuff for that. Natural herbal supplements, man. 35% off subscriptions. Go to chalk.com, promo code Jesse. C H O Q.com, promo code Jesse. Go, let's all be healthy, all right? All right. Offensive time. Hang on. Fighting for your freedom
2: every day. USA, USA. The Jesse Kelly Show.
1: It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Chris, have you ever heard of Ray's Candy Shop? You never heard of it? It's world famous, man. Do you read anything? It's world famous. It's in uh, New York City, uh, East Village. It's in East Village. I actually, believe it or not, I've only been there one time. I did not get candy. My buddy, he's a lifelong New Yorker. My buddy tells me, you got to get the fries. You got to get the fries. You got to go get the fries. And, I'm like, and I enjoy fries. I'm not certainly not anti-fry. It's It's the highest form of potato. So I'm pro-fry. So I'd say, oh, the fries, really? He said, yeah, you got to get the fries. They were unbelievable, dude. They were unbelievable. Oh, see, you raise your hand like the fries, Chris. You don't understand that fries are better. Anyway, I saw the owner. Dude's 90 years old, got beaten brutally. I don't know why I brought that up. That's really depressing. Anyway, but I love fries. Fries are delicious. Fries are delicious. Before we get to my offensive thing, whew, Let's uh, gear up for this one, boys and girls. Before we get to that, let's do this real quickly here. It is a good weekend to put your money where your morals are. Maybe you don't feel like making a 10 minute phone call right now, although you should. Some point over the weekend, Pure Talk's open on the weekend, you can switch your family over to Pure Talk. Your bill. We will get cut down for no other reason. Forget about the values, the fact that Verizon hates you and AT&T hates you and T-Mobile hates you. Forget about all that. Let's just talk about the bill. You're trying to cut bills, cut spending right now, pure talk? Same 5G network as one of the big guys? My bill got cut in half for a family of four. Dial pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. That'll save you an additional 50% off your first month. Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. Now, let's offend everybody. Well, even if you're offended, I want you to know that I'm being honest here. and What I'm about to say is true. It's a New York Post article. I caught a group of male co-workers commenting on my looks. And she goes on to complain, quote, it's rough being a woman in a male-dominated field, and so on and so forth. Now, a couple things. One, fellas, you don't want to be a creep at work. You don't want to be known as a creep at work. And I know it's very difficult if you work around dimes because that's the way God made us. Dimes are attracted to dudes, and dudes are attracted to dimes, and you're stuck together all day. And soon that turns into let's get a beer after work. And soon you're making out in the conference room. And I I understand. I I, I believe me. I understand. I get it. I get it. But let's try not to be a creep at work. You don't you don't need to be making a comment on her looks. That said, daughters, ladies in the workforce, let's have an honest talk. I understand completely many of the reasons why women have entered and have slowly begun to take over the workforce in America. There are obviously some terrible reasons behind that, feminism, feminism and crap like that. There are many nefarious reasons behind it. Many of the reasons are simply practical People need or want two incomes. Maybe she makes more than he makes better field. I I get all that. So I, I understand it. I'm not even, I'm not even going to go off on a tangent on that right now, but I am going to tell every one of you ladies this, and I don't care if it offends you. The workforce is still now and will always be dominated by men. It is dominated by men because men were created to provide. Therefore, the traditions of virtually every society are the men go to work and provide the women take care of the home. Very That very traditional 1950s type thing. What am I saying to you? Am I saying quit your, do- quit your job and that's it and drop your pantsuit and go home and throw on an apron and start making spaghetti? Actually, that, that is what I'm saying. But no, that's no, not for this purpose. No, that's not what I'm saying. Listen to me. Listen to me. What I'm saying is. You better learn how to buck up and accept that every time you walk in the room as a young lady full of young men, they are looking at you. They are talking about you, both to your face and most definitely behind your back. And this applies to all you ladies listening to the sound of my voice that are all in the military now too. I'm only one of 50 women on the ship. Going to be a great deployment. Trust me, all the other guys on the ship are discussing what a <clears throat> great deployment it's going to be as well. Now, I'm not, like I said, I'm not supporting ever being a creep or making some woman feel uncomfortable. That's, I would, I'm really genuinely not doing that. But what I'm saying is, I know you're raised in this environment where now you have the sanitized Netflix society where they'll put out a show on Vikings and half the Viking warriors will be women. And I am woman, hear me roar, and the new Black Panther's a woman, and I'm, I'm I'm, shattering the glass ceiling, guys. I can do anything a man can do. I'd, yeah, well, that's the fake world. Here in the real world, men talk about women. Women talk about men, to be fair. I, I know you do, ladies, don't with that. I, we all know you do. You better learn how to brush that off and deal with it, or... If you're going to let it get to you, if every single time it's going to be a complaint to HR and it's getting to you and it's a post on TikTok, let me tell you something. You know who's going to suffer for that in the end? It's not the dudes. It's you. You're the only one who's going to suffer because what you want, what you want is for gravity to reverse. What you want is for dudes to not be dudes anymore. And I don't care how much society tells dudes, To wear a man bun and put on Crocs and you could actually be a woman if you just throw a dress on. Men don't change and females don't change either. Learn how to buck up and deal with it or you're going to have a miserable time. Now, speaking of employment and communists, big tech. Things are a changing at big tech. Ooh, this is going to be interesting. We'll talk about that in a moment. Let's get to a couple of emails real quick. Jesse, I bought your book because I'm a capitalist. I can't wait to read it on the New York City subway and get dirty looks and get called a fascist. Big fan. His name is Mike. Mike, the New York subway is a very dangerous place, my friend. Good thing for you. The book's in hardcover and you can defend yourself. Chris, no. I read this email and you know what I thought? Now, I don't want anything to happen to you, Mike. Okay, I don't want anything to happen to anybody, but what if, what if Mike's sitting there on the subway, six months from now, he's reading the anti-communist manifesto, which is available now at jessikellybook.com, that's jessikellybook.com, what Chris, what if he's reading it, and then some gang of thugs comes up to him, and they're all, well, give me your wallet, I've seen the movies, hey, give me your wallet, and Mike says, no, in fact, I'll give you some freedom or he drops a great line like that what Chris it'd be great no he says you know what guys you know freedom is not free and he gets up with the anti-communist yes Chris he gets up with the anti-communist manifesto and he starts beating him with the anti-communist manifesto and then it goes viral because Mike gets pictured and the New York posies on the front cover and he's a little battered and bloody and he has a copy of the anti-communist manifesto what Chris I was just thinking about this. He has a copy of the Anti-Communist Manifesto, and he's holding it up, and it's a little battered. Although that spine can probably hold up. I felt it. It's a good spine. It's all battered and whatnot, and there's a little bit of dirty street thug blood dripping off of it, and he holds it up and says, Yeah, thanks, Jesse. And then what, Chris? Then Mike and I will both be heroes for writing the book. Will I sign it? Chris, I'll sign it in their blood. ha, ha, ha. We had a legal call with the publisher today. We're probably going to have to have another one tomorrow after that. I'm sorry. Sorry, Simon and Schuster. I'm sorry about that, too. Apparently, there are some things in the book that some adjustments have to be made. (laughs) Oh, don't forget. Tomorrow's Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Jesse at com. Get your questions emailed in right now. Jesse at com. Big tech layoffs. Uh Uh-oh. Hang on. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For just 20 bucks a month, you can get unlimited talk.